Welcome to another episode of I'm Already Tired with your hosts, Heather and Katie. Whether you're starting your day with us or just finished the longest day of your life, take a deep breath and join us because we're already tired. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of I Am Already Tired. Um, so today we are going to be discussing self-care. Woo-woo. Yeah, something we need to do more of. Absolutely. <laughs> but before we get started, let's jump into our drink of the day. Today we actually made a drink. We did. Instead it's very of exciting. Just popping open a can or bottle. Um, so we used the Starbucks Kenya blend of coffee. Uh, we got the whole bean ground it down used a french press and then heather has this really cool frothing machine yes that you got for your wedding i did (laughs) honestly we haven't i think i tried to use it once and it really confused me i was like i'm gonna make a latte and do all the things and then i realized a latte requires espresso and i did not have espresso i just tried to mix it with coffee Uh uh-huh and that didn't work out so it kind of went back and to the cupboard for another like year <laughs> and then my aunt just made us some really good coffee the other day with frothed milk and I was like I need to figure it out yeah I don't really understand like what quantifies a latte or I don't know like a, I think it's just like a cappuccino because cappuccinos don't they have that like really airy like yeah foam on top I don't know I always just get a black coffee and put half and half in yeah I thought it was gonna be a lot harder than it was it literally just has a power button and you fill it to the line that it says (laughs) I don't know why I remember this being so much more challenging before but it always seems intimidating when like you go to Starbucks and you watch them do it you're like oh this is a big machine like oh yeah like using tools like Mm -hmm. I I can't I'll just have them do it kind of yeah yeah but I we're still I'm still honing I definitely haven't figured it out fully but I tried. That's an excuse, though, to just make more of it. Hey, and, Luke you know. said he's quite the yeah. coffee connoisseur. I we really should, should yeah, call ask Luke him and be see. like, how are you with frothing? Yeah. Like, you got the <laughs> so coffee part down, but, like, the add-ins. What's your take on frothing? <laughs> he probably's like, oh, I have 10 machines, you know, just different ones. <laughs> but anyways, so, yeah, Starbucks Kenya blend coffee. And then Heather had blueberry lavender almond milk from Trader Joe's, which yes. it smells like blueberry pancakes. It does. And it's delicious. And I added a little bit of almond or vanilla extract. Yeah. Because I feel like I tried it this morning and it wasn't very good. And so I was expecting more of a vanilla taste, which why would you expect vanilla taste <laughs> if it's literally <laughs> called blueberry lavender almond <laughs> beverage? I mean, you never but, know. There could be a hint. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's delicious. We'll put up a picture of what it looks like so you guys can see first attempt at making these fancy, yeah. fancy coffees. Yeah. Go lightly on my frothing skills. I'm still honing them. Yeah. Katie's looks a lot better than mine. Mine beginner, looks a little... Beginner at this. I think I started pouring too high, too much coffee mixed in. I don't know. But yeah, Working on it. I think it turned out great. We said it would go this combination. I think you, probably any coffee with this blueberry lavender almond milk would be really good with like um, those like mini blueberry muffins mm-hmm. that are always like super moist and like delicious yeah. in the morning. Um, oh, so good. Yeah. So try it out um speaking of trader joe's though mm-hmm. r.i.p to mr trader joe um, is his name actually trader joe no his name is joe okay. i forgot what his last name is but uh he ended up 
using i think i read he used trader to get kind of like a south pacific vibe kind of like travel like yeah i love that because like trader sam yeah disneyland mm -hmm. love it yeah so um little fun fact about him so he passed away this past saturday was the 20th no friday was the 28th yeah friday was the 28th so the 28th he passed away he was 89 um he still has a wife and three kids though that are here with us not in the studio but on the earth (laughs) um (laughs) on this plane still alive um but so fun fact he actually wanted to create trader joe's for overeducated and underpaid people which now Uh. makes total sense why we love trader joe's (laughs) so much because we are those people oh 100 (laughs) percent My mom's always said, she's like, it's better for you guys because you're a family of like two, like two yeah. or three. You know, there's less of us. There's not not feeding six. Yeah. I mean, but, as much as we love Costco, some that's like for like things yeah. we need a lot of. Mm-hmm. Or for like fun finds. Well, and even I feel like the price points are better for what you're getting. Yeah. If I walk out of Safeway, I oh. think Bud and I went to Safeway when we were getting stuff for the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And we left and we're like. We're never going to Safeway again. Like, how did that end up being as much as it was for what we got? I feel like Trader Joe's has a better value. They do have a more limited variety of things, which I think makes it nicer on your checkbook because you're eating more, like, whole, fresh foods. Yeah. Less packaged stuff. I do have to say I got my guilty pleasure when I went there yesterday. The chili mangoes. Oh, so funny. I just bought Eric those yesterday, too. Did you? I bought two bags because <laughs> yeah. I went through the first one faster than I should have. But I love the chili mangoes. Yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. I always like the – it's uh, – I forget what the actual name of them are, but it's like Pirate's Booty. It's like the puffs. Mm-hmm. And they're in those, like, huge bags, and it's, like, one ninety nine for that huge bag or whatever. Oh, totally. Oh, I love those things. I think my only complaint is they don't make baby food. They don't? No. They have pouches. Like, they have, like, pureed stuff. But but it's not, like, meant for babies. Yeah. I was in there before asking about it, and the lady's like, we don't don't have baby food. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I wonder, if too, if that's more of a liability. Like, they have to do it certain. I don't know. I feel like they have pretty good food quality anyways. Yeah. No, I mean, it's. Or maybe it was just the one that I was in. Because I, I feel like I've seen, like... I did notice I was at... At other ones. They have more selection of different stuff at certain ones. Um, yeah, because when I asked the lady, I was at the one in Palo Alto. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But I did notice at ours yesterday, there were a bigger variety of little, like, squeeze pouches. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they can designate those specifically for babies, though, versus, like, kids and toddlers. Probably not, but I'm sure... I'm sure parents use them for all all the above. Hey, I or mean, for themselves. We've gotten to the point where we're like, oh, the organic Costco applesauce is fine. Kelly can have that. Yeah, it's you know she can eat it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, it's funny because I actually like the, this past weekend, Eric like was working on the apartment, so we were trying to just like get something quick for dinner, and so mm-hmm. I like ran over to Trader Joe's, and I got, I think it was. Like their chicken fried rice, mm-hmm. their pot stickers, they have uh, short ribs, and I got like some broccoli to steam. 
That sounds so delicious. And I love how you're like, we wanted to get something quick. And Katie went out and curated okay, a whole meal where so, I would have totally hit a drive through So, but I, I went there thinking like I'm going to get one like frozen meal thing and just like throw it in a pan and like be done. Yeah. But then when I saw like, I love, I love Trader Joe's because I get so excited about the price points. So I'm like, oh, I can get this and this and this. And it's only $10. And like literally that dinner was like $10. And all of it could be made in under 15 minutes. So we had all that. And Eric walked in. He's like, didn't you just get back? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, and the food's already ready? Like, I was like, yeah. And then he, of course, was like, oh, well, how much did we spend on all of this? And I was like, 10 bucks. He's like, oh, I love Trader Joe's. Like, <laughs> you oh, know, I, all these totally. finds. So, yeah, I think we'll be shopping there a lot more. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, yeah. As you guys are getting settled into the, together. Yeah, two people living together. Thing. My only complaint is they're they don't have the gluten free pizza dough. Like they have their herb pizza dough and oh, their plain, yeah. which I love. But I think they have some in the freezer, like the already yeah. like frozen mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, they but do. they don't have like we have the... like the cauliflower crust. We get that one. Yeah. But like it's really fun to sit there and make. I remember when we were in our first apartment, we would like sit there and like make pizza together. That mm-hmm. would be our date night at home. Um, Ooh, so fun fact: sourdough pizza dough, because with the sourdough oh yeah yeah i made it with the sourdough starter <gasps> you did that deb gave me yeah mm-hmm. and it turned out super good oh, so next time because nice. like we, it makes the recipe is enough for like two i got it on pinterest i, I could probably link it if people want it but Ooh, um so smart but it makes two enough for like two pizzas mm-hmm. so next time i'll just give you guys one of them because there's only two of us like we can't make two whole pizzas and eat two whole pizzas so. yeah oh so yeah. smart i know deb was just asking the other day she was like oh how's katie doing with her sourdough and oh i was like gosh. good she loves it so much she's like i'm so glad that i have somebody to share it with <laughs> bread sisters mm-hmm. um yeah i had to take a little break though because i was eating like way too much bread like frequently i was like all right let's Let's give a little bit of time between the I loaves, know. you know. Your olive oil and herb bread, though, uh, to <laughs> die for. Yeah, I'll try to link that, you guys, on our Instagram. But it's this—it's super easy, super delicious. Olive oil and rosemary bread. You don't need a starter for it, so you're good. So, so good. Yeah, you could eat it plain. You could have a soup. We pasta. literally just, like, sat there and ate it with butter. <laughs> I was surprised that there was any left for me because Callie, Bud picked up Callie on his way home and you gave oh, him yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was very surprised that there was any left for me at all. I know. He gives me, he gave me the warning like, well, Heather might not get to try it because <laughs> I might eat it all before she gets home. So, um, but I'm glad you did get to try it. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should practice making bread at some point. It's a very humbling experience. <laughs> I'll say that much. Mm. <laughs> You're for like, people no who thanks. are like me and cooking stresses them out, that sounds like a living nightmare. <laughs> Where it probably totally relaxes you and puts you at ease. I'd be like clenching my shoulders the whole time. I mean, yeah. There, so different strokes for different folks. It's, you know, whatevs. I like that. <laughs> I'm assuming that that comes from somewhere. Yeah, I don't know its origins, but I've heard it around. I like it. Places. It rhymes. It sounds fun to say. <laughs> okay, guys. So let's get into some self-care talk. Yes. So let's start with self-care solo. Like what's something you like to do just you for your self-care? Or what's something you'd like to do for self-care just you? I think right now, read a book. Okay. I feel like... I don't have the time for it. Mm-hmm. 
which correction on that I don't make the time for it okay and I think that's where I'm struggling because between like Bud and Callie and there being stuff around the house Mm -hmm. um I don't make the time to do it because when we do get downtime I think Bud and I are just so tired at this point because we have a almost 10 month old oh my god she's so big um (sighs) that by the time we do have time together we just like sit down and veg and watch tv like i can't tell you how much fail army we've watched (laughs) that is literally my favorite thing to watch we go on youtube and we watch fail army because it's funny it's mindless you don't have to think yeah but it's just like lighthearted and not heavy but yeah i think when i do have spare time i feel guilty using it on myself versus Mm -hmm. like spending quality time with bud yeah um but that is something that, like, we've talked about recently that I need to actively work on making time. I just bought two new books. Ooh, um, what are they? Here, let me – they're right behind me. Let me grab them. As Heather grabs her newly purchased books. Ooh, those are, like, big – those are thick books. They they're are. They're, like, real, real books. They're, like, they're novels. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, But I was at Barnes & Noble's, and it was, like – I forget what the paper it was like two paperbacks five dollars each if you buy two and i was like sold yeah um so i'm gonna pronounce his name 100 percent wrong but this is the author of jurassic park oh okay and it's um crichton i guess so yeah michael crichton c i apologize r i c h t o n (laughs) yeah crichton (laughs) whatever it's called dinosaur tea or dragon tea um, and it basically combines like paleontology. Mm-hmm. It's paleontology, right? Dinosaur studies, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. With the like the wild, wild west. It's Ooh, like placed in the 1800s. That's interesting. Yeah. Here, take a look. It's really cool. The cover of the book has like the big dinosaur oh, yeah. skull that you would see, like what you think of for the Jurassic Park. And there's a little cowboy sitting on top. That's like so it's cute. really cool. That's awesome. Um, I'm a big nerd. I love, like, anthropology and paleontology and, like, that kind of stuff. So, and I love Jurassic Park. I mean, who doesn't? So, I'm very much looking forward to reading that. And then I got another one by Dorothea Benton Frank, and it's called By Invitation Only. And I have to say that I picked this purely based on the cover. I mean, that's a the good way to pick them. It's a good way to pick wine, um, so why not books? Yeah, and it's, like, based in the low country of South, South Carolina. And I'm like, okay, this sounds like, like my that kind of That sounds like your kind yeah. of book. It's like, <laughs> like romance, I'm there already, ambiance. Yeah. Gin fizz and gin and tonic and I don't know. It just looked good. Kendra, um, I went with Kendra, and she was like, oh, that looks good, too. And I was like, well, I need two to round out my $10. Yeah, really? For two books. So that's awesome. I think we're going to have to share it back and forth. Yeah. Did she get any books? She did. She got four from this section. Oh, okay. And then a couple others. Um, And I also got another book that is about regaining creativity. Mm -hmm. Um, I forget what the title of it is. It's behind me. (laughs) Take a little break as Heather reaches for her third book purchased. Ooh, I and like of the course, color of that one. Of it's like watercolor. Yeah. Um, it says, my creativity journal, rediscover your creativity and live the life you truly want, which I'm like, 
why does this scream me? <laughs> this, this is, is for what, you, Heather. This is what I need in my life. It's a really fun watercolor purple. Yeah, this is um, really pretty. Yeah, and it's interactive, which I think is what I need. Ooh, I need to get like back to this. some creativity. And yeah, I haven't started it yet, but I have aspirations to oh. do some self-care and make some time, carve out a little bit of time for reading. And Oh, I can't wait till you get to this one. Bake a banana cake oh, because God. it's Tuesday. Mm. Call me when stress me when out. you choose that yeah. that adventure. <laughs> no, but um, that's that's a good idea. Yeah, so I like that, and I think it's not meant specifically for creative people. I think it ta- like the intro talks about at one point when we're young, we're naturally creative. Like you're not mm-hmm. limited by you know thoughts and stereotypes and society's input. You yeah, know, you just kind of let things flow. And so I think this is kind of meant for everybody. Um, so I am looking forward to that. It is by Liz Dean. If anybody is looking, my creativity journal by Liz Dean. Nice. Yeah. And then I bought Callie a book, of course. It's called Tough Chicks to the Rescue. Is it actual little baby chicks? It is. Of course it is. That's <laughs> <laughs> why like, else. So cute. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the like touch and feel books. So the chicks are have like little fuzzies on them and yeah that's fun because i can't go anywhere now without buying something for her too oh, yeah ditto um, as, as i know the other day i was like oh i don't need anything but callie might need this i know <laughs> so yeah. okay my question is then did you before callie came mm-hmm. did you find yourself reading more i read all the time okay uh, I think I read the most while I was commuting to college because I was on fart oh, all the time sense, going yeah. in and out of the city. Mm-hmm. So I had time. So I definitely carved time out for myself to read. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of like my decompress time, like to and from school. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely have read less after being done with school. But I think I did read more for sure before Callie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But, very nice. I feel like it's hard when you spend all day either like working and then with your kid and then she finally goes to sleep and then it's like time for me in bed. Yeah. And I'm one of those people where I I think I've gotten to the point where I need to get up early to be able to achieve some of the things that I want to achieve mm-hmm. in the day. And I'm not an early riser. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be making that that switch. to Yeah. To just kind of get some things done. And I think I'm going to prioritize things for myself. Mm-hmm. in the morning because like what's that that phrase where you in the plane you have to put on your own max oh yeah mask your own mask before before you can help others yeah. yeah so if i start my day doing something that's fulfilling to me then mm-hmm. hopefully i can better serve my family and community that makes sense yeah is there anything like does bud like to read no okay he is when he has to listen to audiobooks he does not enjoy physically reading like he doesn't even like reading to callie i think <laughs> It makes him like you figure that's two sentences yeah. on a page, and I don't <laughs> like, know. I'm if done. It's this just, is it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a, like the childhood trauma of like having to read in front of the class and being oh, like, yeah, frozen, yeah. and I don't like this. Um, but yeah, he's just not a fan. Because I was, I'm wondering, like at the end of the day, when you guys do have like you time, like is there something he could do sitting next to you while you read? So it's Probably. Like you guys are together, but like. I don't think he's played video games since we had Callie. Oh, there you go. Have him play video games. Put his headset on. Yeah. You can read. Oh, that's perfect. I think that's probably a good thing. I I feel like we've been very, I feel, 
what is it overwhelmed just uh-huh. kind of like like there's so much going on all the time I feel like yeah. I'm drowning yeah and so maybe in addition to like making time for each other like together mm-hmm. we can make time for ourselves on a personal level too maybe that'll yeah. help yeah I mean it doesn't have to be like every night because it's like mm-hmm. we're, we're not really talking but right know, just maybe like a couple nights, two nights a week, a week. Yeah. yeah that'd be good yeah yeah other than reading what other self-care things do you like to do solo hmm <laughs> I feel like this is a really weird self-care thing but and this has only been since I had Callie okay. I don't know if I mentioned it on here before hmm. I now very much enjoy either taking a cold like LaCroix mm-hmm. or depending on my day mm-hmm. a beer mm-hmm. into the shower I think you mentioned a shower beverage at some yeah. point I don't know why but like I'll take a long shower and like wash my hair shave my legs do the whole thing have some music going and have my cold drink and it just it like it puts me in a place where in my mind I'm like I'm doing something for myself this is great this is what I needed yeah no so little, that's it's great. more relaxing than normal that's no that's not a weird thing people do it all the time they even <laughs> make a, they even make I like know, holders for like beverages think, for people to do that I used to think that was so silly and now I totally understand it I'm like I think I should get that suction cup thing to the shower you should the, you should the they're awesome I have one for it's for a wine glass mm-hmm. um, but I like wine in the shower is like glass yeah I yeah I've definitely done the shower beers like I used to do that after rugby games because you're just like so beat up and like you have to take an ice cold shower anyway so you're like "Mm, let me just have this beverage here (laughs) to help the shower a little bit um no I think that's a great idea yeah I I think those are really I don't do a lot for myself I feel like when I finally get time to myself I'm a zombie and I'm just on my phone Mm -hmm. which I think I need to cut out because that's not a fulfilling I don't feel like that's self-care. Yeah. Do you use the the portion of the phone that tells you, like, how much screen time you yes. had? Yeah. Yeah. And I get notifications weekly mm-hmm. um, that are just like, hey, your stats are up however much. I don't know where it lives on the phone. I just remember when I got it, I, like, got my new phone. I immediately turned it off. You turned <laughs> it like, off? I was like, I don't want to know. <laughs> don't tell me. Well, because, oh. like, while I was, like, searching for a job, I'm, like, I know I'm going to be on here a lot because I, I use it to just search for mm-hmm. job positions and stuff. And then when we started, like, the podcast stuff, like, I was on Instagram a ton trying to, like... Oh, screen time. It's literally going. a thing. Okay. So... It's all devices. It only has the last two days on it. My daily average is three and a half hours. Oh. That's a that's a lot of time that I could spend doing something else. <laughs> that's a lot of reading you could be doing. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, and it has a thing. It says downtime, schedule time away from the screen. Oh, does it like alert you? Set like put your limits phone down? for apps. <gasps> oh, <gasps> you should try that. Tell me how it goes. Yeah. Tell me what happens. Like, does it just close it out? I don't know. Use screen time passcode. Use a passcode to secure screen time settings and allow for more time when limits expire i wonder if people do that for their kids like i have the password Maybe, and you yeah. don't so you can't do it anymore yeah that's a smart idea interesting set limits yeah. based on your contacts all of these things that i didn't know existed so is it like if you're ta- if you're texting someone way too much throughout the day 
<laughs> I <laughs> you're guess. only allowed like 10 texts and then you have to stop hmm. limit who you can communicate with during allowed screen time oh i have to assume these settings are mostly for kids like <laughs> i too early. would hope so but you never know hey, i mean if you're in a toxic relationship and you want to make sure you're exactly. not that's interesting yeah hmm. weird Hey, I'm below my average for today. <laughs> Wait, where where does this live on your phone? Uh, you go to settings and you literally scroll down and there's a thing that says screen time. It's it's like high up. Oh, okay. So it's like Not it has the first thing of with the like Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cellular, and then the next thing is notifications, do not disturb, oh, and screen okay. time. Oh, yeah. Mine hasn't been set up yet. Good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a little. Well, I'm not going to set that up. I, I just I already know I just know I'm on my phone too much I think it's a really hard thing um but I am glad that I just looked at it though because I feel like there are definitely some active changes that I can make there when my goal is to read more obviously yeah. that is one big chunk of time that I can do away with it kind of gives you the like thought of like okay I do have time already mm-hmm. that I could be making versus like oh I have to like take hours out of something else, right? But taking it off your phone is an easy. Like three and a half hours a day is that's a long. That's a lot of time. time. <laughs> Who would have thought? I have a ten-month-old running around. Like what? I don't know. Uh, all the mindless scrolling. Yikes! I get lost in the news, like the news app. I never go in the news oh app. Oh my god! Unless you send me an article. I. I scroll through like the important news, like the political news or like stuff like that. But I'm like, ooh, what's this? The like the best 10 smoothies you should be drinking or, oh, yeah. you know, here's the best ab workout or any Disney related things that I send uh, you. Yes. There's always just these fun. And then, of course, like whatever random celebrity. Yeah. There is. I think I my go to when I'm on my phone is I go to Instagram and I just look at the stories. Like, yeah. I click on stories. I don't even think I scroll very often. Like, scroll through I don't through think feeds. I do either. I think I just go to the stories and look yeah. at those. Um, And then it always bothers me when there's notifications. So I go to Facebook and I, oh, like, yeah. clear the notifications. Because I'm on a couple different mom groups. Mm-hmm. So there's always something in the workout group that I'm on that I'm supposed that's what I should Let's do. Let's talk my about that a little time. bit. Let's bring that one up. What explain to us what this is? So I have a membership to Beachbody on Demand, mm-hmm. which is in theory a great use of my time being a mom. Then I don't have to go out and get day, like daycare or find a gym that has childcare. I can do it on demand from my television in my living room. Mm-hmm. Problem being. I am a terrible person and I don't unless drastic (laughs) unless there is somebody that is like waiting on me like say you were to drive to my house and be like I'm outside get in the car yeah then I'll go to the gym otherwise (laughs) I will find every excuse in the book as to like oh man couldn't do that today maybe later yeah they're half an hour workouts the program that I'm doing right now is bar method Mm -hmm. which I love I think it's a great program I've really enjoyed it. I'm supposed to be on like week six or seven. I've done four workouts. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) I really like it. Yeah. Is that keeping me doing it? 
no what do you have to like report into anybody about like when you do or does it tally it or like so that's the thing the group that i'm on is on facebook and they chime in but nobody's really been active Mm. and i did just get an invitation i think it was on sunday that there's now this app that people are using to kind of track and it does record your workout Mm. so i think maybe that's the kick in the pants that i needed because people can see that you're not actually Uh uh-huh that i'm heather what are you doing smoke gotcha yes that and the fact that we really did just book our disneyland trip last week um there's officially a countdown i need to get my butt in gear yeah i don't think i'm too far gone i just need to like get with it and also those endorphins are good for you yeah Happy people. Seeing change is good for you. Yeah. Not looking in every mirror and being like, ooh, that's <laughs> like probably good t- for you. Taking down all the mirrors in the house. <laughs> yeah. I know. God. We don't have very many mirrors. No. Not, not too many. No. Um, how much did the membership cost? It was $100 for the year, which oh, I feel bad. like is great. Yeah. Where they get you is you're on a monthly subscription for their um, shakes. Do you have to do the shakes? I've skipped them a couple months because I've got way too many. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it is like a strong suggestion. Is it like I th- just in the morning shakes or is it like supposed to be? I think you can do it any time during the day um, okay. and you can add things to it if you want to make it like a meal replacement versus oh, gotcha. just a snack or something. Okay. Um, but when I started this program, I got uh, this thing is called Energize mm-hmm. and then Recover. Okay. And then in addition to the shake. So there's a drink that I'm supposed to drink, like a pre-workout and post-workout kind of stuff to help your muscles recover. Um, And then the shake, which the shakes are good. It's easy. You know, you can just literally put in the powder with water if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. But most of the time I end up like adding spinach and some berries and ice to make it a little bit more hearty. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's this is all super easy stuff. Yeah. Ask me why I'm not doing it. I'm sure so many people can relate that. I mean, it's not even just with like, you know, a program mm-hmm. that's in your house. It's like with anything. I feel like tons of I people. Know. I mean, that's what the fitness like industry like banks on is that you're going to sign up for these things and then like dwindle off slowly. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you're not alone. I did start this in October. We're now in March. We are officially in March. Yep. Yeah. I feel like I definitely haven't taken advantage of it the way that I should. And I'm hoping that I can figure it out and get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm lazy and I, I make every excuse in the book. So in the act of self-care, yeah, I'm going to try and be better at it. And I also today, just for the first time, watched a video from said workout group chat uh-huh. about time blocking okay i like that and i think i'm gonna start implementing that which she kind of equated it to how in high school you have different periods during the day well, that's a good and, way to think about it yeah i feel like that explained it in a way that was a lot easier so she was saying instead of incrementalizing your day by the hour do it in like three hour chunks of time okay so like say her morning would start or even my morning would be 6 30 until 9 o'clock so that time is the time that I get up do my workout get breakfast ready get Callie up feed Callie get her ready and for all intents and purposes like head to my grandma's house yeah 
And then 9 o'clock work starts. And from 9 o'clock until noon, I would um, do work, obviously. Mm -hmm. But she also kind of broke it down further and saying, like, do the hardest things first. Because earlier in the day is when you have the brain power and the capacity to kind of, like... That makes sense, yeah. Get with it and do the things. Um, And then I would have... I would have to break it down to an hour lunch break because I work full time. Yeah. Um, And then use that to kind of do some errands if you need to or what have you. So all of these chunks of time have all the things that you could be doing in them. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing it every day. Yeah. So, you know, there's certain times where maybe in the morning I would have clean the house or Mm -hmm. pick something up or empty the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. If the dishwasher's clean, I don't need to empty it, obviously. Yeah. But you're still allotting that time of the day to do that thing. Gotcha. So say you don't get to that thing today. You have that time tomorrow to do it. Exactly. So it's like once that she actually has physical alarms on her phone that go off. And she's like, all right, once this period is done, she's like, it's just like in high school. Spanish class is over. You pack up your stuff and you go to the next class. That's a great way to think about it. It really. Yeah. I really like the video. I can't remember who it is. Maybe I'll try and find it so that we can link it. But I felt like it really resonated with kind of where I was and feeling overwhelmed and like I was drowning. And mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that implementing that can really give my life a little bit more structure and give me a little bit more peace and mm-hmm. feeling like I've got it under control a little bit more (laughs) no i mean it's good to try try different things i mean if what you're doing isn't working it's like okay let's try this person's method see if maybe i relate a little bit more on that level and right fits in better yeah and she definitely said she's like like in high school you can have a block schedule like an a schedule and a b schedule Hmm. she's like so maybe one or two days a week it's different she's like do not make a different block for every every day day. like try and keep it relatively similar Mm -hmm. so that makes a lot of sense for me because I go in one day a week yeah so one day a week obviously that schedule is going to change yeah but having the same basic attempt at Mm -hmm. routine setting things aside yeah Mm -hmm. oh that's such a good idea yeah I'm really interested I literally just watched the video this morning so I'm like my brain's kind of going (laughs) like okay how can I work in self-care mode Mm -hmm. I love it I love it yeah oh yeah you'll have to let us know how you're how it goes how it goes yeah mm-hmm. the transition so how about you as a so relatively single lady <laughs> or not not tied down too hard you have eric obviously yes but not other responsibilities right yeah now. um so for me it's hard i i've been so like structured with that kind of scheduling literal yeah like a literal school schedule um that i find when i don't have that structure i i get nothing done Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then by the end of the day i'm like what did i do today i've done nothing like oh my god so i've kind of tried to do the same thing like a mental checklist like put myself back in that schedule of like Mm -hmm. okay i have to get through like, I've been reviewing a lot of stuff from school just to kind of keep it fresh in my mind. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to get through, like, two chapters of reading this today. And – or, like, by the end of the week, I'd like to get to this section of review or whatever. And then another big thing I had to, like, start making scheduling for – and it's really my biggest, like, self-care thing is, like, going running. Yeah. Because it's, like – 
for a while it became during school everything was so hectic that it became a chore and so it was like oh god I have to like somehow figure out when I'm gonna get to the gym or it's like oh I have to you know somehow get a run in but like when when am I gonna have time and so it got so much to be a chore it like was not a self-care item anymore it was yeah it just felt like an obligation responsibility mm-hmm. yeah and so I kind of like had to reevaluate that and this weekend was a great weekend to do that because the Olympic marathon trials were on TV mm-hmm. on Saturday so I was like this is okay this is the thing I'm gonna do like I'm gonna sit down I'm gonna watch it like you know get inspired and I always love people are like why would you sit there and watch it like a marathon on TV? Like, oh, it's like two and a half hours of like just thinking that I'm like, it's like watching NASCAR with my dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, it's like you you watch it to like see the start, and then it's like just updates of the people just let me running. come back. Yeah, in like two hours. Yeah, when exactly. The and, finishers are coming through. Um, the one thing I really enjoy is like watching at the beginning. There's always like a strong pack of people, and then. Like, you see who starts to trail off, and there is, like, this pass again with the guys um, towards the end. The guy who's in fifth place, you're like, oh, these top three are definitely going to win because the top three make it to the Olympic team. Mm-hmm. And they looked far enough apart where you're like, okay, I could call it. Like, they're close enough to the end. And then, like, the fifth place guy just, like, Kicked came out of nowhere. And I think he ended up getting second. So hey. he made the team. And I'm like, holy shit like what just happened so it's like things like that so I was like okay and I was all excited and I just you know I was like okay now I feel this isn't a chore anymore like this mm-hmm. is something exciting again it's passionate it's something yeah I enjoy doing and so I had decided you know what I Eric was working on Saturday so I was like I'm gonna have a lady day by myself mm-hmm. <laughs> and I because I mean being an only child growing up you learn to do a lot of things but yourself because friends are either like busy with family or you know doing yeah. other things so and you don't have a sibling to like play with or do things with so you're or like annoy. okay or annoy yeah so <laughs> um I think just getting back to being okay with doing things on my own again yeah it's kind of a transition so I'm working on that now um so yeah on Saturday after I watched the trials I decided to drive over to the Marin Headlands and I went on a seven mile hike and I was by myself wow. and there's a lot of people out there but it's it's such a big area that like you run into people like every once in a while it's not like crowded it's not like you know a huge walking path that there's right. a ton of people on so it's kind of nice because you're like by yourself I was listening to my podcast while I was oh, running um, and it was just yeah it was just really nice to be out there by myself and so that was a good time and then after that I was like oh, okay well I'll head home and I was like you know what no I'm gonna keep this lady day going <laughs> so I took myself to lunch and there's a place over there I wanted to try anyway so I went to Sausalito and went to oh I forgot what it's called joint the jointery something I have no idea it's two restaurants down from bocce bar that's all I know <laughs> um I go to work over there once a week, and I have no idea. It's, it's down by like the like the dock, like where oh, the okay. boats are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went over there, and it was funny because I was in line, and I think the lady like 
taking orders because you like order at the counter and then you go like take a seat and they'll bring you your food mm-hmm. and i think she thought i was with the huge group that was like behind me and so like when she called us up like and only i went up she was like oh oh is it is it just you and i was like oh yeah. god i, I feel like, like that's yep, the worst me. when this somebody actually asks you is it just you i would like i'd be <laughs> yeah. like no okay i'm gonna leave now no well like i feel like normally i would be that way but then like since i was on this like high of like yeah i'm gonna do mm-hmm. things on my own today um it was fine so i treated myself i got this like delicious fried chicken sandwich and they had Ooh. these uh i forgot what what the name of the fries were but they had garlic and pork belly on them oh my god so i got that, that. So good. and then i ordered a hard cider and i went and sat out on the dock area and just like watched Enjoy. the boats and enjoyed my time and like checked like my news feed and you know looked at people's instagrams and watched the scenery and there's this cute little fluffy dog <laughs> that like <laughs> while its owners were like eating kept trying to army crawl its way over to where i was to see if it could get some like french fries or whatever oh my goodness and like it would get like almost right to me and then the owner would turn around like hey get back over here so that was a fun little entertainment while Aww. i was sitting there so cute. but then so i took my time and just like enjoyed sitting there because no one wanted to sit outside because it was kind of windy outside mm-hmm. so i kind of had the deck to myself mostly and then afterwards i was like okay time to head home and then as i was like crossing the bridge i was like you know what no Let's keep this lady day going. <laughs> and so I took myself over to Ghirardelli Square and got a hot chocolate. Ah. And it was just like a lovely day because it was like, as much as I would love to do that with other people, mm-hmm. I felt like I could take my time. I didn't like have to worry about anyone getting back for anything yeah, or like, oh, I'm tired. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't want to go to another place. Can we save it for later? So it was just, it was really nice. It was like, I need to do this more. Like, just do what I want to do in That's a day. great. So that was really nice. <laughs> Although I kept getting really weird looks because when I first got over there, like, it was sunny and, like, hot. So I had on, like, my spandex running shorts mm-hmm. and a tank top. And so, like, I ran in that and it was fine. And then once I finished, the, like, clouds started to come in and it got breezy. So, like... People were staring at me sitting out on a deck like in the wind, <laughs> in the wind, you're... in my shorts. And like, oh, my God, I had my sweatshirt on. But then when I got over to Ghirardelli Square, all these tourists are like staring at me like I'm insane because, because they're probably freezing. they were literally everyone in line was in like jeans. They had gloves on. They had scarves. They had like puff jackets on. And I was just like, guys, first of all, it's not that cold. No, it was a little excessive. But they were, of course, looking at me like I was insane just standing there because it was not like i was shivering or like Mm -hmm. you know whatever but so that was my lovely day i feel like that's what people think of when they think self-care like that kind of thing yeah that's a quintessential everybody wishes they could do it they should it's the yeah it's the first time i've ever done that where i've just done done whatever i wanted in that day and like didn't think about like oh i shouldn't like normally if i went for lunch like that I'd be like oh I should just get like one thing whatever the cheapest on the menu and save money but I was like no screw that I'm gonna do whatever do I me. want good um so yeah that was really nice I want to do more days like that good and I feel like that is something that you can totally do I'm so yeah. glad that you yeah so, realized that that was a thing that you needed and I think yeah I think just because like since I've been home it's a lot of you know trying to make up for lost time when i haven't mm-hmm. been here and i'm like whenever anyone's free like 
let's do something because you know I'm like we have we have to make up for all these years that I was gone at school and mm-hmm. I think I just need to be like okay sometimes people are busy <laughs> people have other things to do and especially with Eric because I know he's really trying to get this apartment done yeah and so I, I keep being like let's go do this and let's go do that he's like I if you keep having me go do things I can't finish this apartment for us like you know <laughs> yeah so I have to be okay for a while doing things on my own if I want to do them like right then and there Mm -hmm. to let him be able to do the work he needs to do so working on that work in progress compromise I like it so but then it was nice because then the next day he we went like furniture shopping together so it was like something we could do together to Mm -hmm. enjoy but yet something we needed to do so that's so good so I think that's that's my latest in the self-care realm um i would like to read more too but i think i need like you did so much reading i need a little break from reading but it's it's also funny too because i i'm one of those people who if i find a book i really like like i won't put it down to the point where like i katie you need to stop reading like you have other things you have to like do Mm -hmm. so for me usually the when I've read the most is when we've been on like vacations yeah and I'll like take a book with me and like finish it within like two days mm-hmm. um I don't quite have the same genre that you do when it comes to reading books what do you read uh I like to read my favorite book of all time up till now is it's called stiff and <laughs> your face looks like I don't I'm, know if I want to know what this book is like, about is that a medical like, it, yes yes okay so it's this book about um, basically the author delves into the history of using cadavers. What? And so I started reading it when I was doing um, like anatomy in school. Is it fiction or nonfiction? No, it's nonfiction. So she looks at the history of how cadavers have been used over time and kind of goes back into like when it first started and like ancient times and then like using um cadavers in like medical schools and there's this also like just warning if no one doesn't want to hear about this like skip ahead (laughs) past my little preview of this book um no but it's super interesting because there's um i forgot what college it at i haven't read uh read the book in a while but there's a college that like for their forensics department has this huge field where they take bodies out and they put them in different conditions and then they study like the decomposition periods that was on csi las vegas so it's a real thing it's a real thing okay yeah so that was interesting and then knowing i think they said like at some point they started they use cadavers for like crash test dummies to see what actually happens to like real human bodies oh my god um so be careful when you sign your body over to science because that's technically science um (laughs) is signing your body over to science different than being a donor yeah so if you're a donor if you're a donor it's usually like you're donating your organs Mm -hmm. you can donate your whole body if you want to um like the cadavers we used in our anatomy program their bodies were specifically donated to the anatomy program so it was like they knew where they'd be going yeah like they're going to be going to like um 
the health science school and they're going to be using the anatomy class and dissected and like used as a teaching tool. Whereas if you, I think unless you specify a specific program or department that you're sending it to. It could just be anywhere. You could be one of those bodies in the field learning about oh decomposition. <laughs> but Blah. so like this, this is the crazy stuff I read about and I'm like, ah, like relax. There's also another good one. It's, ooh, I think it's like my my shift, my night shift at Bellevue, my shift at Bellevue, and it's this um, night nurse that worked at Bellevue Psych Unit Hospital mm-hmm. in, I think it's New York, and so she just, like, talks about all the shit she, like, encountered being a psych nurse in the middle of the night. Yeah, no, these are patients. very different yeah, genres very that different we enjoy. Genre. I'm like, this is like terrifying yeah. to me. I'm like, uh. I I like I like the real stuff. Like, I want to know. Like, I want to real. Re, like, uh, too much coffee. Uh, <laughs> read about the real things. I can't get into like Eric loves the like fantasy, like mystical, uh, mm-hmm. like kind of thing. And I'm just like, he always Same. wants me to read it. And like, especially when he tells me about, it, I'm like. So, yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. But no. when I tell him about mine, he's like, oh, God, how could you? I'm the same way. I've devoured <laughs> all of, like, The Hunger Games, Maze Runner, Fifty Shades, yeah. all the big, like, all of the, like, big trilogies that have been popular. Yeah. Or, like, any of the series that have been popular. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm super into that. Sci-fi, nerdy, futuristic mythical twilight <laughs> i know i feel like whenever the movies come out the only way i know they were made f- into books first is if you tell me like yeah oh yeah i read the whole series i'm like this was a book i did not know this mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's so much better if you read the book first because then I, I feel like you've been disappointed though with some things because they weren't like they didn't do them justice yeah i have to say what was the one beautiful creatures it was a book, and the book was really good, and they did the first one, and the movie sucked. What? It was actually – so have you seen Solo, the Star Wars? No, I haven't Star yet. Wars? So it's the main guy in that, played okay. in Beautiful Creatures, and I was like, this is not do the character justice <laughs> This is not all. who I wanted to be cast. Yeah, I'm like, I, I didn't know him at the time. Like, yeah. I didn't know him from nothing. I love him in Solo. He did a great job. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. clearly it's not him. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that was one that was definitely a flop for me. Okay. Yeah. But again, that was like <laughs> witches and sorcery and all that stuff. See, I like I like witch stuff, but it was like I, I remember doing a book report on like the Salem witch trials, but I was like, ooh, I want to hear, I want to read like, the, like the real things yeah. that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say, if anybody is looking for a new TV show, mm-hmm. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. Is it like related to Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Way darker. Oh, I'm into it. Darker. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely it's dark, um, but it's good. Okay. Chilling adventures of Sabrina. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. I think one self care thing that I, I say is self care, but like I really need to like redefine. Redefine is not self care. Is <laughs> watching all my reality TV shows. I mean, if you schedule out, I'm watching an hour of this yeah. show because I enjoy That's the show. That's my problem right now. Yeah. I'm like, every morning, I basically get up and I'm like, because I don't watch them at night because usually I'm helping Eric with the apartment at night. So I'll skip the shows and then I watch them in the morning. But it's like, there was three shows on last night. So I'll sit there 
and watch three shows where it's like your screen time. Yeah. I'm sitting there. I, I don't need to be watching three hours yeah. of reality TV in the morning, but I do it. It's not really good self-care. I think no. it's more sabotage at this point. Self-sabotage. Yeah. Uh, when I was nursing Callie in the beginning, I uh-huh. literally, like, Bud would go to work during the day, and I would sit there, and I would nurse her, and I would binge watch TV shows. I got through all of Outlander, which is amazing, if anybody's looking. <laughs> I think one through three is on Netflix. Um, yeah, there was quite a few shows that I 100% binge watch yeah. while breastfeeding. I like, I like. And days just, like, fly yeah, by. Yeah, I do. You're like, oh, my God, what time is it? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so now I, like have cut it down to I'll pick like a half hour show mm-hmm. and then I'll watch that while I like eat breakfast and like get changed and stuff and then I go on my run and then I'll put on a show only while I'm eating lunch and once I'm done eating I like turn it off even if I'm not like done with it that's impressive I feel like that's where I struggle is I will I'll wait for whatever episode to finish mm-hmm. before I turn it off I think it it depends most of like most of the shows i'm watching i feel like i can do that with except for love island i cannot turn that off in the middle i have to watch the episode what was everybody talking about this weekend i feel like the internet blew up with love Love is is blind Blind. yeah yes okay so i i binged that because i was i had watched all my shows and i was like there's nothing else to watch like (laughs) i have to wait um so I turned it on, yeah, just because it popped up on, like, the Netflix. Yeah, top ten. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what is this? And then when I realized it was a reality show, I was like, ooh, let's watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's actually, I have to say, I think it's one of the more dramatic ones that I've watched. Like, I mean, overly dramatized? Yeah. It At first, I thought it was going to be, like, Married at First Sight. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, way more, like, seems over the top. So, have you heard what the premise is? No. Okay. I just so on the Netflix thing. Basically, single men, single women. Uh huh. They go into this pod system. So it's literally like the pod is like a room as big as this like garage. It looks like kind of, and you're in a pod, and then there's a pod next to you, and so a guy's in the pod, and then a girl's in the pod, and you guys just talk to each other. You can't see each other, and you sit and have conversations with each other. And you you talk to different people going into like different pods and you find a person based on talking to them that you want to marry what (laughs) exactly i was like i'm sorry come again what how is what like at least in my first sight there's like experts that are taking all this information and like trying to pair you perfectly based on how you guys are how long do you get to talk to this person honestly at the beginning i had it on in the background so i have no idea what the time frame was but it was over like two episodes so who knows how many days it was um oh my god and then but so these people proposed to them in without, the pot, seeing without seeing them. them so they'll be like oh you know after our talks you know i just i think we were meant to be together and i can't see my life without you and i'm like well you can't really see your life with them because you don't know what they look like but so they propose and then after they propose they like dramatically go to these like two doors and there's this long hallway that connects them and the doors open and they see each other from each end of the hallway and of course they're all excited and they run to each other and like hug each other and like oh i can't like believe this we're getting married are these all hand-picked good-looking people i mean yeah they're all good-looking some of them you're like 
mm, I think when the doors open, this is not going <laughs> to, you two are not going to like, it just, you can tell some of them are like open the door and they're excited to see the person, but you can also see the like hesitation of like, oh, that's not, this is who I just chose. That's not, <laughs> you don't look like the way I, I thought you look like. Um, that's hard. I feel like you, yeah. even in books, you have an idea of what you think this person is going to look like in your mind. Yeah. And, and then, then they go and down. cast the movie and you're like, oh God, that's not who I thought exactly. that was Exactly. And so then these people end up like, they go on like a honeymoon together and they live together and then go wedding dress shopping and tuck shopping and like tell their families like, oh, we're getting married, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of it so i haven't finished the last episode but basically at the end of it it shows each couple and it's their wedding day mm-hmm. and <laughs> like if you haven't watched it yet don't listen to this because i'm going to tell you what happens in the, mm-hmm. with the first couple but the, the, so the first couple goes up to the altar and the girl of that couple the guy thought she was going to be wishy-washy. Like, he didn't know if she was going to say yes or, like, go through with it. And um, you think, like, the guy's, like, super solid. Like, he's the one that's definitely going to say yes. And they get dressed. Their family's all there. They go up to the altar. She professes her love for him. Like, says, like, I, you know, I'm, I can be kind of difficult. Like, you put up with me. Like, we're meant to be. Like, I love, I'm going to love you forever. Like, I promise to, like, give all of me to you all the stuff blah blah and he looks so excited that she says yes and then it pans to him and the like minister asks him like same questions and he's just like has the fear of god in his eyes and like his lip is quivering and it's this whole dramatic thing and then he says i can't and it's like i'm sorry what (laughs) wait you guys aren't you're not getting married and so she storms off it's so dramatic she like runs out the door takes her shoes off is running across this lawn falls gets her dress all muddy like runs out to the street is crying like on the sidewalk oh my gosh and then it's like you know (laughs) they pan back to all the family sitting there and it's kind of like so like do we leave is this (laughs) is this done and so then she comes back and she's like furious and like wants to like talk to him and it's like you know why would you do this to me in front of everybody? Couldn't you have said something like before I walked down the aisle? Mm-hmm. This whole thing. So it's like, I don't know. There's like five or six couples or something that you're going through this with. And you're just like, oh, God. And these are the first ones to get to the altar. Yeah. So you're like, oh, well, if they, you know, this happened. Yikes. Ugh. There's at least been two couples I saw where one person said no. But they all got up to the altar. So I'm like. I wonder if it's in their contract. Maybe. For the dramatics, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the whole thing is just insane. It's... Yeah. That seems like a very interesting concept. I'm like, has there been too much? Now we're just going real out of the box. I mean, yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Like, I I think the Married at First Sight is pushing it enough. I feel like at least that way they have people behind the scenes that are actively trying to pair these people based on good merits. Yeah. Based on what they need, not what they usually go for. Right. Yeah. This is just like, I like the sound of your voice. Let's get married. (laughs) Ridiculous. Yeah. So if anyone wants something real dramatic to watch, I, it's one of those ones I can have it on the background and not really be paying attention to. Um, It's like me and CSI. Yeah. So it's a good background show Mm -hmm. 
But see, even that I like watch too much of. So <laughs> self-sabotage. Not really self-care with that one. I know. I'm trying now, which I just did for the first time this morning. Um, I'm not turning on the TV. Like my mom and I were talking. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Bud and I have known for a while that we don't, we're not as productive if the TV is on because <laughs> uh, we'll get stuck watching something. But in the mornings, he goes to work. And so I like get up and Callie plays on the floor and um, I get breakfast ready and, you know, she eats her breakfast and then we get ready and go to my grandma's house. And my mom and I were talking and I was like, okay, you know, she said something. There was an article about kids and screen time mm-hmm. and how they're showing you know things happen so fast so they expect them to happen fast and they're not really comprehending and so it makes it harder for them learning long term mm-hmm. um which i feel like this gener like generations before with us it didn't happen so much but since yeah. tv's become more and more popular um and it, i don't know that they really know the long-term effects and so even in what I'm doing for work, I know I was doing uh, some research recently and je- millennials, I think millennials, you have for advertising purposes, you have 12 seconds okay, to catch their attention. Gen Z, you have eight. Oh, geez. They're like real impatient. Yeah. So I'm like, OK, if that's how it's going, I think Callie's alpha gen alpha oh geez i don't know what's after that yeah yeah, it's gen z and then gen alpha um she i'm like what are they gonna be like they're growing up with technology and technology that's moving so fast and it's more realistic and i think it's hilarious right now that she knows the theme song to puppy dog pals <laughs> she's <and> like <gasps> yeah <not. laughs> like if she hears it in the background she whips her head around she knows what that song is oh my is. god <laughs> yeah and i'm like oh that's so sweet now she's gonna know who mickey mouse is and you know yeah. like part of it's cute but at the same time i'm like Am I doing something that's going to mess with her? Mm-hmm. So I've decided in the mornings I'm not going to turn on the TV. We're just going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it went better this morning. I don't know if that's also because I woke up and I had this plan and I was thinking about the block system and I had, had positive energy Real going excited, out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how that continues to go. But I think that's one of the things that I'm going to try and actively do is is limit the TV because I feel like we just get sucked in. Yeah. And then we avoid the things that we really actually need to be getting done. Yeah. I think being, like, just okay with silence, too, Yeah, is, like, something we have to, like, relearn. Because it's, like, either we have TV on in the background or music on in the background or, like, a mm-hmm. podcast on in the background. But keep us on in the background. Don't ever turn <laughs> us off. Um, <laughs> but, no. like, there's always something that mm-hmm. we have to have, like, extra stimulation. Yeah. And I notice, like... Like last Tuesday when I normally like when I feed Callie, it's at the kitchen table with my dad there and my mom's like doing whatever in the kitchen. My dad's usually like reading the paper and all this stuff. And so I was like, you know what? Today, let's go outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like I took her out and like we did the picnic with Goose and it was like, whoa, this is like a totally different experience. Mm-hmm. Just sitting here and like there's nature. <laughs> The sounds she of nature. Loves looking at the trees yeah. and the leaves moving in the trees. She's mesmerized. Yeah. I try and spend some time with her outside every day just so that she can kind of check stuff out. Mm-hmm. 
We've been practicing on the turf at my grandma's house. Oh, I nice. lay on the turf. Uh-huh. It took her a while to get used to like, it. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> but now she like today she was crawling around on it. Yeah. But I think like even they just that. that like focus on like what you're saying like oh you're worried about things affecting her. Mm-hmm. I think we all just need to take that into consideration for us because it's like we all grew up with less stimulation than we have now. Mm-hmm. So it's There's like so much. us doing it not just for them but like. Your own for our own being as well it's like oh let's slow things down let's take some of the distraction out and those are the things that i feel like really kind of fill your cup it's yeah. not watching tv that's not fulfilling no. it's not it's like empty making you any yeah. better it's just kind of a void from thinking about all the things that are running around your brain yeah and then it all just comes flooding back as soon mm-hmm. as you turn the tv off yeah yeah i agree i agree but i do fully condone sitting down and watching some America's Funniest Home Videos or Fail Army at the end of a long day because that truly brings me joy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Button and I just sit there and we laugh. We're like, oh, this is so funny. I, I think, know. so I think that's one thing that goes in with, like, we talked about self-care by yourself, but, like, self-care with others. Like, things you can do as self-care with other people. So, is it really self-care at that point? Well, I guess. I think so. Because it's your way, it's your guys' way of, like, winding down instead of going to bed, like, either frustrated or agitated from the day or, mm-hmm. you know, stressing about something. You you do something that, like, brings your mood back to, like, a happy place. Yeah, for us, it's watching family. Yeah, so, you know, and now it could be th- that mixed with you guys reading and Bud playing some video games. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, stuff you Decompress. can do together that brings you guys down to a more yeah together would definitely be watching funny videos and then simultaneously would probably be video games and reading yeah things that make us happy yeah i think i think the day you had with kendra this past weekend is a good yeah that was really good but i think too i was thinking about like when we were talking about love languages Uh uh-huh um and i said my love language was probably gifts i think it may be gifts and quality time okay that's because good. i enjoy giving gifts mm-hmm. but i feel like i have to think about the fact that a i love jewelry mm-hmm. um so when bud gives me joy obviously it's very, You're very happy yeah <laughs> um but i don't know that i'm always fulfilled by receiving gifts so maybe that's just my giving i think i just really enjoy quality time yeah because even um so kendra and i had a great day it was her christmas present was we were just gonna pick a day and she was gonna do all the planning i didn't have to Mm -hmm. think about anything and we just spent the day together yeah um and there were certain aspects of it that didn't really require a lot of money Mm -hmm. um but it was just getting to spend that quality time. Like, obviously, there was other parts that did require money. Yeah. <laughs> but we started off and we got pedicures, which was much needed for me. And it was just a nice time to kind of sit down and catch up. And then we went to the bookstore where I got all these lovely new books. <laughs> um, and then we had lunch at my favorite sushi place, which I don't get to go to very often because they don't deliver. And it's small and it's not really Cali friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we walked around Home Goods. And like those are the like those are things that I enjoy doing, but I don't do for myself very often. Yeah. And then she allowed time for me to swing by and get to see Callie for a little bit. (laughs) And then we went and got massages, Mm -hmm. which was so nice. And it's one of those things. Obviously, you can't do that all the time. Yeah. 
a big expense. Um, but to just do it every once in a while. I hadn't gotten a massage since... I got a prenatal massage a few weeks before I had Callie. So it's definitely been over a year. Yeah. Um, and it was just a really nice experience. And then I got to come home and Bud and I cooked dinner together. And it just, it I feel like it kind of resets you. Yeah. Um, so it was really nice to get to spend that quality time with her. Mm-hmm. And, and too, so tonight before we sat down and had our podcast, I caught up with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um who lives near us and we keep saying oh we'll get together we'll get together we'll get together and we don't Mm -hmm. and so she messaged me about something the other day and I was like hey we keep saying we're gonna walk because we're close together she's pregnant and obviously I have Callie and I was like we need to just like set a date I was like how about Monday or whatever day at um 5 30 I was Mm -hmm. like after work perfect and we met up and it was great yeah and we got to catch up, and it was just really nice. It was something that, you know, I got to look forward to after work, and it kind of filled my cup, and I was like, oh, my God, why don't we do more things with them? <laughs> but now I've realized, even with Kendra, when we left on Saturday, we were like, okay, every time we see each other, we're going to put something on the calendar for the next time we're going to see each other. That's a good idea. Because yeah. we live in the same city. We've lived in the same city for a few years, like, since college. Yeah. And we're terrible about getting together. Mm-hmm. I love her to death, and I really enjoy the time that I get when I see her. Mm-hmm. But we're not actively making plans because we're both so busy. Yeah. So I think that's a really good thing for us to kind of keep up with is being like, hey, these are the dates that I have available. What dates do you have available? Before we even leave this encounter, mm-hmm. we've got the next one scheduled. Yeah. So. That's a good, yeah. a good way to do it so that you're not constantly like – Mm-hmm. Oh, we really need to get together. It's like, oh, no, no, right. no. Like, we have something planned already, so. Yeah, and the girlfriend that I walked with, I actually got a text message from her already being like, all right, these are the dates that I'm available. When are you? Like, let's, like, let's cross something, yeah. Yeah. That's good. So I think that's a really, it's going to be a good way for us to do it is actively just being more intentional. Yeah. I think. Not kind of like a, mm-hmm. oh, it's been six months. Maybe I should check and yeah. <laughs> see if we have any free time together. Yeah. I feel like it's hard because so, we're fortunate. There's so many people that we love and enjoy spending time with. Yeah. It just gets hard to keep up with it. And it's hard because, like, you know, it's kind of like you're saying, like, when you do have that free time, you're like, oh, I should be getting X, Y, and Z done. Mm-hmm. So it's that, uh, do I take this time to schedule something with somebody or is like or do mm-hmm. I get the 10,000 things I'm supposed to get done like done in that day that I have free right um I think that's the struggle most people probably have is choosing between what I want to do versus what I probably should be doing yeah so but I think I think taking more time of what I want to do is mm-hmm. probably what more people need to try doing versus yeah, because I mean, the chores are always going to be there. Mm-hmm. They're, it's just like fact of life. But, you know, that time with people is really and I feel like that's what gets you through the stuff you have to get done. Absolutely. So making sure you get that on your schedule, mm-hmm. like you said, like scheduling in like this, this block, block of, of time, time is for this. Like mm-hmm. and then after that, I can do X, Y, Z. So, yeah, I think that's a good plan. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited to try the block schedule. Yeah. And see time blocking, whatever it's called. I'm excited to hear about it. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. 
What do uh, you and Eric do? Uh, so together. Like before, it used to be we'd like if we did something big, we'd like plan to like take Cody on a hike somewhere. Because mm-hmm. then that he gets excited about it, Cody gets excited about it. We all like spend time together. Um, but recently with this remodel, <laughs> our favorite thing to do where it's like something we technically need to be doing it's not like a rush on it but we mm-hmm. enjoy is like we go look for sofas together or mm-hmm. we're like so we'll sit there and we'll be looking at uh this week it's been uh like dinner dishware sets mm. and like silverware yeah and so we'll like be looking through together and be like oh what do you think of this or what do you think of that and so then it's like oh well let's go check out like Kohl's and you know Bed Bath and Beyond and Target and then we'll compare. So it gets us out, gets us doing stuff. We're spending time together, but you're still being productive. We're for still the being house. productive, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's it's just nice because it's something new. Mm-hmm. We you know that's nothing we've done before. Um, and it's nice for me because it's like that stuff I already like to look at and like right. do, but like before this it would have been like pulling teeth trying to drag eric to like three of those places like in a day but like this past weekend we went to living spaces which you have to check out the living spaces in fremont it's freaking huge it's like it's bigger than the one in mountain view oh it's like five costcos put together it's wow huge um but like normally taking him to a place like that would have been like oh god but he he suggested it and so we went and it was just so fun like picking out sofas and we like tested a bunch of stuff out and like so that's our our latest like self-care together is Mm -hmm. just not thinking about like work-related stuff because like i'm stressed about a job he's stressed about the job he's currently doing so this is like a fun thing we can do that you know it's like relaxing but we still get something done that we need to do so that's awesome yeah so that's our self-care as of lately together i like it i feel like couple self-care is always changing yeah, because it, oh, it just changes with, like, what point I feel like you guys are at as mm-hmm. a couple or what point you guys are at in life. Yeah. So, you know, self-care with you you and Bud is time well, with more you, too. low-key now. Yeah, without the baby, like, you know, next to you guys. So, yeah. you know, it, it just changes. Hey, this whole sleep schedule thing is definitely giving us more free time. Some time back. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah. So now you guys can find other things, reading, video mm-hmm. games, other things to do. Yeah. Play, like, some board games together. <laughs> Good luck with that. I don't think the two of us will ever play a board game just <laughs> until Callie can play, too. <laughs> until she makes up her own rules about mm-hmm. how to play the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's going to be like but I'm sure. <laughs> I love it. But. All right. Any other self-care tips, tricks, no? things you want to discuss? I think okay. that was it. Okay. Um, in case... Camping. You guys are wondering what else you can do for self-care. Um, I looked up an article. It's from a couple years ago, but it was on Psychology Today, and it was 12 ways to take better care of yourself. So just some ideas if you're like, oh, well, I don't know what else I could do for self-care for myself. So one of them is making sleep part of your self-care routine. So, mm. you know, just feeling better throughout the day may make it easier for you to get stuff done that for yourself that you want to get done. So make sure you guys have a good uh, sleep routine. Taking care of yourself by taking care of your gut. So kind of working on eating healthier, doing what you need to do to, like the boys have their gluten intolerance. So making sure like you're lessening that so you're not spending as much time feeling crappy. 
because mm-hmm. then that's going to limit what you can do for yourself. Um, exercising daily as part of your self-care routine. I'm going to work Heather's on working it. on that one. We're both working on that one. Um, and then say no to others and say yes to your self-care. Um, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. But I think just being, you know, okay with – not even just, like, with um, – like when people ask you to do stuff, if you're just like, I'd rather take a nap, like that kind of thing. But like, I feel like when family asks you to do things or mm-hmm. like for favors or like, oh, I, you know, I need you to do this. Just being like, look, I can't today. You know, maybe next week I can help you with that. But make yeah. it make it so it's not a stress for you and more something you may enjoy wanting to do with them later. Yeah, kind of that routine. sounds good. Or even like how Luke was saying at least putting a time limit on it as yeah. far as like family and mm-hmm. stuff be like okay i can come over but i can only come over for, for an, an hour. hour yeah that's or really good whatever it is yeah um another one is take a self-care trip um it doesn't have to, i don't think it necessarily has to be you know a week-long trip it could be a weekend away somewhere mm-hmm. it could even be like i did on saturday where i went to marin and like hung out on the other side of the bay you know by myself so yeah just kind of could be a day trip if you want to I think planning a trip too like honestly when we started planning Disney I have had a new lease on life at work like I've been <laughs> so like, much it's happier great. yeah because I have a trip plan to look, something forward, to. To look forward to yeah I think it definitely does something for the soul I think yeah and keep planning fun I know sometimes people it can get like stressful stressful and overwhelming but at that point call in reinforcements mm-hmm. <laughs> um take a self-care break by getting outside so like you said mm-hmm. taking Callie out in the day any excuse to kind of get out going on your walk with you know mm-hmm. catching up um I like this one let a pet help you with your self-care uh. so loving on the pets if you're allergic to pets I'm so sorry but you Hi- can watch there's hypoallergenic pet. there are dogs so yeah I don't know. Well, there's naked cats. I'm sure. uh, I don't really know how they are with hypoallergenic. I don't think there's hypoallergenic cats, except for the naked ones. I think those are the only ones. I don't really know how that works. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah. Um, And then take care of yourself by getting organized. Yep. I see how that could work. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one might stress you out more than it actually helps, but cook at home to care for yourself. This is one thing like. Me and Eric do actually do for self-care is, like, we cook meals together. So that's... Or you can get, like... Didn't you guys do the... We did Home Chef for yeah, a yeah, while. Yeah. And that was good. Like, it gave you all the ingredients and stuff, but you still have to cook it. Yeah. Which I think that was our <laughs> thing. We were finding... Like, we weren't finding the time for it. And yeah. So we don't make it making a the time chore. For it. Yes. Make it something you guys enjoy. Uh, read a book on self-care for self-care. So that goes with your little purple book you bought. Mm-hmm. And then last one is schedule your self-care time and guard that time with everything you have. So that goes with your scheduling. Yes. Schedule the self-care time. Valid. Biggest, I feel biggest it. one. I feel uh, it. All right. So uh, real quick before we head out, this week we have our weekly what the fuck uh this one i have to say i've had this one lingering in my head for many years uh but it's guys staring at you when you're running and i'm not you know talking about if you're running on a beach and you're trying to get the attention whatever that's fine no baywatch scene yeah if you're trying to recreate a baywatch scene have at it but get the looks yeah so 
today i i just like finally like lost it today when i was like ah stop so every time i go on a run mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what time of day it is it doesn't matter where i am it doesn't matter what i'm wearing it's like i don't know what they think is like so amusing but running by a group of guys whether they're working on a house you know coming out of their house in the car at the stop sign like getting into their car in the parking lot or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like they can't be subtle about it it's like full-on locked on to you while you're running head turning as you're running by today i was running and there's two guys like talking on the sidewalk and i ran past them and they literally i think they didn't think i could hear them because i had my headphones in but I can't keep the volume on very low for safety reasons. But I heard them stop talking and they like fully turned around as I ran by. And I happened to turn back because I wanted to see if they because I could see them starting to turn. And then, of course, they got like super embarrassed that I turned around and saw that they had like fully whipped around like oh my God. to look. But this like happens all the time. And I'm like, it's fine. Look, do whatever you got to do. But like be a little bit more discreet about it. Like that's funny it's so annoying i don't run so clearly (laughs) i don't have this problem (laughs) but i'm trying to think like when we were walking earlier tonight there were definitely people that ran by that i kind of but i feel like i glanced at them yeah you didn't full on like crank your neck around to like no is that just like a guy thing i think so because i've never (laughs) ran by a girl and like them turn their head all the way like it's like instinctually and like, i've never like ran by a guy and been like oh hello and like every once in a while i'll look at a person if they wear something funny if i'm like oh what's that i I'll, like i'll look at someone running like for more than a glance if i'm like oh i really like their like running pants like i'm trying to figure out like what brand it is like mm-hmm. you know but other than that it's just i am just always amazed at how blatant they are and, like, there's been times where, like, I'm just, like, not having it. Usually it's when it's hotter in the summer and I'm already, away. like, yeah. And I've just turned, I'm like, could I help you? Did you need something? Like, what? What, what you looking at, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, so irritating because I'm, like, trying to just run. I don't need you gawking at me. Like, yeah. have you never seen a person running before? Don't worry. We're not in danger. Nothing's chasing me. This is just purely <laughs> for exercise. Like, Oh, that would you be know. why you'd find me running. If you see me running on the side of the road, run. Run, run with Heather. Run, run in there the same direction she is running. But, yeah. So, for all you guys out there, if there's guys listening, please don't be these people. If you're one of the girls that does this, please don't be these people. Like, just be sly about it. Like, be people subtle. watch, but don't, like, swing your head around and, like, gawk at the person. No one wants to be, I mean, again. Glance. Don't gawk. Yeah. Unless they're trying to recreate a Baywatch scene and you can obviously tell they want the attention. Just let them get through their exercise without being stared at by you. Please. All the judgment in their eyes. So much judgment. Um, also, want to note, guys, uh, check out our Instagram page. We have merch. Merch, Woo-hoo! merch, merch. Uh, we have stickers and pins. They are very cool. You guys should grab yours before they're gone. Holographic stickers. Yeah. 90s throwback. If you're one of those, what is it, Visco? Oh, God. I don't even know. I don't understand. Visco kids. Whatever. If you like putting stickers on your water bottle, 
Is that, that one of these stickers? Is that what that is? I thought it was kids that like it is grunchies and th- that's part of it. But like I think part of it's also they carry around like the big hydro flask, hydro flask. Yeah, with the stickers. My cousin does that. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. But you know, you don't have to be a visco kid. You could just like stickers and want to put it on cool things, or pins. Put a pin <laughs> I on love something. pins. Yeah. I'm a hoarder of pins. So check out our Instagram. We have those up there. Um, also check out, we've been posting some other fun little finds you can, that we like, that you guys might like too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yay. Self-care. Treat yourself to some self-care. Time block it out. Schedule it in, guys. Do whatever you gotta do. You do you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for stopping by and we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of I'm Already Tired. Don't forget to take care of yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. And check back in with us next week on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at I'm Already Tired Podcast and on Twitter at underscore I'm Already Tired.